Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com Do what? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. It's time for another Gene Rally the Podcast. This week, Chris and I do and our normal crap. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Gene Rally the Podcast. We'll see you at the end. Okay, so this is uh, uh, weird news. Weird news. No, weird news. Weird news. No, no. Just just weird news. Weird news? Sure. Is news it about weird. Klaus? Hey, is it about Klaus? Because that's weird news. No, that's sick news. Oh. And I'm not allowed to say that stuff on any form of social media. Okay. They don't have an overly explicit tag. <laughs> they don't have a Klaus tag. Well, Klaus tag. Klaus tag? Little Ben for the Ranger has to come out and catch that thing. <laughs> Lower, please. You know, could, could you bend down a little bit? Oh, of course. Can I? <laughs> so, I don't know if you Would saw... Would you like me on my knees? I uh, no. I don't no. know if you've seen this, but maybe Klaus would probably love this, though. Well, I was doing the class. I hope I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. So, there was this uh, something on Facebook about said, if you had the ability to run naked for three minutes and get X amount of dollars. Oh, yeah. Dollars. If you were able to run through. Uh, no, it wasn't three minutes. It was. Run, or, it was a mall or something. Or run yeah, run through a mall, a mall naked, or naked for $700 million or something like that. Something like I was that. like, uh, yeah. I'll naked. run through my entire city naked for $700 million. I mean, the question is. is that you, I wouldn't I get past know. Midtown, but, you know. <laughs> you get past the Midtown. <laughs> 700 million? Shit, I'll run through anything naked. Well, not a Briar Patch, but, you know, through any city naked. Briar Patch, Oklahoma. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's only like one person living there. No, you, not... you might even meet somebody you get with, shot, with go, that naked. You get shot Oklahoma. going through there. Get off my property! Boom! No, I just run down the center what of the street. To, what happened to you? Rock Saul. <laughs> Ow! Well, he's the only guy. It's his driveway. Oh, that, well, that's true.
Hey. Hey, Marissa. So, it's time for some... It's time for some weird news. And it's local. Local? No, yeah. Not to any of the listeners, just to, just to us. Well, some of the listeners, they live here, some of them. They live in our hearts. Sure. 30 headless sacrifice goats found floating in the Chattahoochee. Well, this is a Tuesday. If you see an unspeakable elder god rising from the Chattahoochee, this might be why. This is a Wednesday. You think you might think decapitating goats as part of a religious ritual is something that only happens in horror movies. If that's true, then George has been ripped from the earth and dropped into a Hollywood gore fest. Oh, please. Allow me to just go mad. Oh, what's Dragon Con? Meh. Locals living you know, by the... Been, they, they didn't get to go last year, so they probably... They probably Whooped it up a bit more this year than Locals year. living by the Chattahoochee River, which runs through Georgia, made a d- gruesome discovery on August 27th. On top of the usual varieties of aquatic life. Margaret, what the fuck is that? A new kind of animal appeared I in guess the a river. a goat head. No, headless goats. The head's got to be somewhere. It was used in the thing. And we're not talking about just one or two goats. People in the shop down in Decatur. Yeah, well, that wouldn't surprise me. People noticed a herd of around 30 decapitated goat corpses floating downstream. Jason Olself from the environmental group Chattahoochee Riverkeeper told Channel 2 Action News that the goats were found near the I-20 bridge crossing the river. On Friday, August 27th, we were out there and saw 30 of them floating down the river. One local even managed to catch the dumping of the goats, which actually does sound like You know, a big thing that people would do every year. Hey, it's time for the dumping of the goats. On video, according to Old Self, the video shows the splashes as the corpses plummet into the river. Wait, were they dumped off the overpass? No, they were dumped further upstream. The guy's got a video, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. This isn't the first time people have discovered headless goats in the Chattahoochee, either. Over the years, more than 200 decapitated goat carcasses have ended up in the water. Lately, it's becoming a lot more frequent. Over the past couple of years, I've it's seen... It's not a TikTok trend, is it? I sure hope not. I've seen a couple hundred, but never more than 20 or 30 at one given time, like we've started to see here lately. He added that the local who shot the video of the goats being dumped can often hear it happen, in, even in broad daylight. He actually hears the body splashing down, not only in the middle of the night, but he told me he hears them in the middle of the day. The headless he-goat of victory. So what's exactly going on in Georgia? Has satanic goat-sacrificing cult taken root in the state? Oh, please, that'd be so much fun. Uh, well, not quite. That said, the main suspect is an unconventional religious group. Okay. Although oh, I conventional Satan worshippers. Yeah, although there are no official police investigations going on, at least yet, most people are pointing their fingers at a local community practicing Santeria, it's a syncretic religion that arose in Cuba in the 19th, late 19th century, mixing elements from Roman Catholicism, Spiritism, and West African Yoruba religion. Isn't that a coffee? Santeria is ritualistically oriented religion, meaning that the proper execution of rituals, and apparently goats, is more important to its practitioners than the faith in one rigid dogma. And one of the Santeria rituals is animal sacrifice. The Santeria ritual uh, faithful don't try to hide their sacrificial practices. And why would they? In their eyes, it's all part of the perfectly valid religion. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they they hide it? Fair enough. Priest, 
Ekenton, Shin Gods, and Jula. Yeah, I just butchered the shit out of that. Apologies. Told Channel 2 Action News that the sacrifice of a male goat is done to celebrate victory, whatever that may be. A female goat, on the other hand, could be sacrificed on behalf of someone wishing for children. A history of sacrifice. Well, I mean, that seems like a lot for one time. Yeah, 30? That's a hell of a ritual. Yeah. This one clean up, too. No, they just let it wash down and then Florida gets it. Uh, this re- this recent spate of goats. Florida man caught with 30 headless goats. Yeah. I found him. He swear, I found him. Sorry, you're a Florida man. This recent spate of goat sacrifices isn't the only time Santarians have caused a public hubbub with their sacrificial practices. In 2019, ports started surfacing of them leaving decapitated chickens, goat heads, and coconuts by railroad tracks in the metro area. And coconuts. I know, right? No, you gotta have a garnish. Sure. A, re- wouldn't that be a chicken head, though? A retired train conductor said he'd seen thousands of instances of animal parts laying by the tracks. That's despite the fact that under Georgia law, doing so is a crime. Yeah, well, murder is also a crime, but people still do it. On the tracks or by the tracks? By the tracks. That should be fine. Nigerian priest Akintunde Sangamangan Gangalangakin and Ajale, living in Birmingham, Alabama. Apologies. Told Channel 2 Action News at the time about Santeria's sacrificial rituals. In sacrifice, we can use a rooster, hen, pigeon, goat, snail, any kind of animal. Snail? Yep. Ajale said. They just they cut the head off or they pour salt on it? Smoosh it? I mean, cut the head off everything else. And... Although the variety of Santeria he follows doesn't leave animal corpses on railroad tracks, he, knew, he knows why it's done. According to Ajale, the ritual gets rid of evil spirits. The spirits are bound to the sacrificed animal. And the passing train blows them away. I mean, all right. Legitimate. Religion versus law. Although leaving stuff on train tracks is a crime, Santeria's sacrificial practices aren't. In 1993, U.S. Supreme Court upheld a Santeria church's right to animal sacrifice in Florida under their religious freedoms. But legal as goat sacrifice in Georgia might be, dumping the carcasses into the Chattahoochee might be a different matter. Said, yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah, old, old self. The Santeria practitioners might be running afoul of environmental protection laws. This is drinking water for 5 million people, and we all have to do our part to take care of it. In all fairness, he's not talking about only he's not only talking about the goats. Locals are dumping everything from plastic bags to TVs into the waterway. Yeah, they've been doing it for 40 years at minimum. So when someone dumps a body in the water... There's they, they plenty take, of bodies in the water, they, too. They tech on an EPA charge as well? Probably. Just at the end of the sentence? Six months for improper disposal of a body. There's also the question of where are the hundreds of goats coming from? At the moment, nobody knows of any large-scale sacrificial goat farms. These goats got to be coming from somewhere, but we haven't been able to determine who's buying the goats, who's providing the goats, or actually how they're making their way here in the river. For the time being, if you live in Georgia and feel like going for a swim in the river, you might want to check for headless goats before you jump in. Unless there's just like... One dude raising all these goats, I mean, they gotta be coming from a goat farm. Yeah, but it doesn't mean they need to come from a goat farm here. No, I mean, if I mean, they're buying them legally, they're not doing anything illegal with them. True. I mean, why would there be any reason for somebody to report it? No idea. I, I just saw that. Somebody had mentioned it to me earlier in the week. Uh, it came up, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to talk about that one. But, you know, if they had taken the goats and said dumping them like that, Cut them into little bits and just put them on the end of hooks and throw the hooks out in the water. They could have got rid of them that way and no one would have cared. 
Fair enough. But then they would have ended up with a whole bunch of catfish. Next week's sacrifice. Or dinner. Get the heads off of them and then you can eat them. And then you wouldn't want to sacrifice because then you're eating the bad juju. That would be bad. No. no you're processing it. You're recycling the bad juju. Into bad doo-doo? Mm. Bad juju doo doo And it gets flushed away. And then eaten by the fish. And then the process starts all over. Yeah. You never stop. You always get the bad juju doo-doo. Well, actually, no, I guess the, the bad juju would be in the goat, and you use the goat to catch fish. fish the fish eats the goat. See? So you're still getting bad juju doo doo. Yeah. I just like saying juju doo doo. You do like everybody else and just rent a wood chipper for a day and take the wood chipper down to the river. Yeah, there you go. Horrific. Yeah. <laughs> no, in my luck, I'm having a wood chipper loading goats into it, and the wind would shift direction. <laughs> that have to be a strong wind. For blood? Well, and bone and muscle fiber. And well, the, that stuff will shoot out, but the, the blood just kind of sprays. And That's true. The wind shifts direction, you'd be like, all over you. And gelatin. What, jellify the goats before you put them in the wood chipper? No, jellify the blood. Well, you have to do it before it goes in the wood chipper. No, you have a big thing of it, and as it flies through, you have the gelatin pouring. and just picks up the gelatin and gelatinizes as it's flying through the air. Then you have little splatters of Judd. Blello. Blello. No, from our products. <laughs> Blello. Blood Jello. Blello. You've heard of blood pudding? <laughs> now blood Jello. Now it's time for Blello. It's time for blood gelatin. You've heard of blooding? Now it's time for Blello. Blello. Q sacrifice. Good for Q, Q sacrifice music. Well, that top three quarters. The stench. <laughs> the stench. <laughs> hey, Chris. Your phone. <laughs> My phone. The mouse. Everything's just covered in thick. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey. hey what would you bring us today, Chris? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm hot. Oh, it's a lot of air, apparently. <laughs> Puffy. <laughs> Roasted sweet corn flavored popcorn. Air popped and lightly seasoned with the flavor of roasted sweet corn. His corn flavored corn. By Clancy's. From Aldi's. Ah. Oh. I found it very. It is. It's funny. Corn flavored corn. Mm-hmm. Popcorn. Vegetable oil. Contains. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Contains one or more of the following. Corn, cotton seeds, soybeans, sunflower, seasoning. Oh, sunflower. Dead. Seasoning. <laughs> Maltodextrin, sugar, salt, non-fat, dry milk, butter, solids, spice, lactic acid, natural and artificial flavor, citric acid, turmeric, extractives, color, tricalcium phosphate, color. <laughs> yeast autolysate, Butter powder, 
which is butter, cream, and salt. Love it has color in it, not colors. Yeah. Non-fat dry milk, buttermilk, sodium citrate, citric acid, toco hills. It's an antioxidant. Beta carotene for color. Non-fat dry milk, butter, cream, salt, beta carotene, color. How many times is this same shit going to be in here? Toco Hills is an antioxidant and annatto extract. Color like color out of space. <laughs> oh. Don't eat it. It's made in Illinois. Yeah. Batavia, Illinois. Made in Illinois for Aldi. For Aldi. This is a German company. Boom! <laughs> All that snack. Oh, wow. All that snack must be in there. That is definitely popcorn. <laughs> it's definitely corn. Wow. Yes, it is. Yeah. Here you go, Marissa. Marissa? <laughs> oh, holy shit. Wait a minute. That's good. Good lord. That's corn. That's roasted <laughs> corn. <laughs> well, truth in advertising. I never expected corn to taste like corn. Well, popcorn don't generally taste of corn so much. That's true. This never is on the carpet. Well, oh, something like that. Did it disappear? There. It's behind the leg of the no. You just had to get it later. Here you go. I got it. Oh. I think. Why does the vacuum smell like corn? It smells like canned corn. Yes. Smells like canned corn, but tastes like roasted corn. Canned corn. Popcorn. Roasted corn. Popcorn. I'm not going to do it again with this bit when Versa gets back. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> you getting it on the carpet. Stopped on the chair. I had to hide the label. Saying, what does this taste like to oh, you? Nope. There is some on the carpet. Well, here's some more. We'll give you three guesses what flavor this is. It's damn good. I passed it up. I didn't want to buy it, but yeah, I'm gonna next time I go in the Aldi, I'm mm-hmm. I'm picking some up. Yeah, me too. Here he did. Zero trans fats, 150 calories, which is not zero cholesterol, 260 milligrams of sodium. That's not bad. I mean, because like popcorn you make yourself has has like 120, 110, something like that. Unless we do it in the air fryer. Wait, you did popcorn in the air fryer? Yeah, why not? You can't do popcorn in the air for it'll burn. It makes a tremendous sound. That's true too. But you don't have to use any oil. But you do have to stop it before the door bursts open. No, you're only putting in like eight crumbs. Done. It's like hardcore jiffy pop. What happened to your air fryer? Long story. No, short story. I married Larry, remember? The guy who blew up a soda stream? Soda stream. Review. Corn corn. <laughs> Roasted corn corn. I ain't got much to say about it. It's really good. Okay. Yeah, it's good. And when I go to, next time I go to Aldi, which will be pretty soon, I'm air, buying some corn air, corn. Air popped and lightly seasoned with a flavor of roasted sweet corn. All right. So, uh, cue corn corn music. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's can can. I don't have a theme for that. Well, just use either one. Use the Metal News one. Captain so, Metal News. So this is 10 amazing German bands you may not know. And knowing you, you won't know. So 
Scorpions. <laughs> no. Actually, what's funny is it says there's more German music scene than Rammstein, except Umf, Lindmann, Doro, Scorpions, and Megahertz. What talent? Uh, metal fans will remember Creator and Sodom for their Teutonic thrash metal Big Four, which extends to Destruction and Tankard. Nuclear Blast released a split EP that contained Iron Maiden and Motorhead covers of these German metal bands. Uh, as tempting as it can be to play songs like Sodom's Reincarnation or Creator's Death to the World on loop, sooner or later it becomes advantageous to branch out. Apparently there is medieval bands like In Extremo, Tanzwut, and Saltatio Mortis to the off-the-wall Eskimo Callboy. Or you could go into death metal and try Necrosis Christos or the now-defunct Necrophagist, which I've actually heard their stuff. It's pretty good. Number one, De Artsy, The Doctors. Is das Nosh Punkrak? What do you do when punk begins to cause symptoms of boredom? Are you tired of Germany's popular band Die Toten Hosen? The Dead Pants? <laughs> well, the doctors are exactly what the doctor ordered. It's a West Berlin trio of miscreants that will bring out the worst W-U-R-S-T squirrel in you. Or, in this case, Squirrel! Uh, so, that's kind of interesting. And there's a, there's a lot written, so I'm just going to skip on down. The next one is a Farin Urlaub Racing Team. Oh, I'm sorry. They wrote this wrong. Uh, Farin Urlaub. Go on vacation. That's the name of the band. What racing team come from? I don't know. So, Go on Vacation Racing Team has participated in many... Uh, projects apart from The Doctors. Do you like The Doctors? Uh, How It's Done album. You'll love Farron's four studio albums under the brand name of the Farron Urlaub Racing Team, Furt. <laughs> For some great songs by Furt. Check out A Thousand Years of Bad Sex. Okay, Song and Never or Douche Shower. It's a particularly colorful depiction of paranoia. So, so Farron. Or how about Nachtblut? So, Nightblood. Uh, they're apparently an electronic dance band. Nightblood. It sounds like somebody's high school Nachtblut. metal band. Yeah, it does. We're Nightblood! Good night, San Dimas. Here we get a taste. That's the lead in. Is a taste of Nachtblut. <laughs> Waiting for Michael Myers to show up. What he said. Or how about Die Apocalyptian Reiter, the Apocalypse Riders? What do you do when European metalheads greet you with skepticism? If you ever find yourself being interrogated in regard to your musical taste while abroad, just say you listen to Diakoptischen Ritter. That'll get the steins clinking. Prost! Uh, that band is founded in 95 and are popular in countries like Russia, which the band has toured multiple times. Diakoptischen, uh, whatever. D-A-R may be metal, but this zany offbeat Weimar band mixes a variety of influences from folk to jazz. The Divine Horseman on July 2nd, 2021 uh, is the newest album. Although this 25th anniversary release may be a little late, it was recorded in 2020 as an improvisational experiment. 
Wait, it's a 500-hour jam session that was edited down to 80 minutes. Good lord. That's like that last Pink Floyd album. Fucking right. That's insane. Or you could listen to number five, Heaven Shall Burn. Germany has had its share of Christian bands like Seventh Avenue and Necromance, known for white gothic in 1987. Necromance is a Christian band. Apparently. Heaven Shall Burn, on the contrary, delivers something quite different. Heaven Shall Burn is a highly successful outfit of militant peace lovers from from Saalfeld, Germany. Their reign of anti-terror has endured since 96. At times, this band is reminiscent of As I Lay Dying, although Heaven Shall Burn is extremely influenced by metalcore. Their music also incorporates elements of melodic death metal and deathcore. So, yeah. Here, let's get a little taste of that one. Strangely enough, I think I heard Tammy Faye do that one. <laughs> I'd probably listen to that if I was in the right mood. I was in a Christian mood. Uh, Rage, that's number six, has been pumping out... Shadow heavy- Legends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this oh, podcast has been brought to you by Rage Shadow Legends, because what the hell hasn't? Uh, Rage has been pumping out heavy <laughs> no, metal... No, we're still being sponsored by Stamps.com. <laughs> Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Rage has been pumping out heavy metal music since 84. It's actually impressive. Like Heaven Shall Burn, Rage chooses to perform in English. Drummer Richard... That was English? Richard, drummer Richard Christie of Chuck Schuldner's Death and the Howard Stern Show... That's conf- the name of the band, the Howard Stern Show. Might be. Confessed his affection for Rage in an interview for the book For the Sake of Heaviness, the history of Metal Blade Records. George Corpse Grinder Fisher of Cannibal Corpse and I are big fans of the German thrash metal band Rage. Every time we hang out, we blast their album Perfect Man, especially the song Wasteland, which we sing at the top of our lungs. So the normal volume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is that Wasteland song. There it is. Schwarzer Engel? or Black Angel, delivers the Nie Deutsche Harte, the New German Hardness. Ooh. Thank you. Sound that non-Germans often crave. This band may seem... (laughs) This band may be young, but they have been producing their own blend of gothic, industrial, and symphonic metal since 2007. Their influences include Ramstein, Amonimoth, Ozzy Osbourne, Cradle of Filth, In Flames, and Dimu Borgir. The enthusiasm for Ramstein uh, seems quite apparent. What would happen if Ramstein overdosed on chill pills? Something to the effect of Schwarzer Engel. All right. So this song is Die Krachen an die Macht. Oh, that's very Ramstein. Die Fliege? Number eight, Stallman or Steelman. Stallman is also a Nydeuskart group that was... Established in 2008, Stallman is remixed, has remixed a song called Break Your Heart for the last group on our list. Stallman is easy listening, chill out music for metalheads. Oh, I might have to look this up. They have described themselves as a party band. 
Stallman combines low-pitched vocals and simple, pleasantly monotonous industrial instrumentals. The group's lyrics can seem pretty harmless in comparison to bands with similar sound. Their latest album, Kinder de Senschust, Children of Longing, was released in 2020. Their latest wearing silver body paint, which makes them look like something straight out of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh yeah, they actually are willing wearing silver body paint. And they do look very tin manish. Are they like wearing anything else? Yes. And they have masks on. Because why not? Number nine, Dark Fortress. This black metal band with melodic inclinations is exactly the type of band that the metal world needs. <laughs> it's not what the metal world wants, but what the metal world needs. Established in it's 90... not the metal band they deserve. Yeah. In 90... It was They were established in 94. Len Schutt, Dark Fortress, has produced 10 albums with killer titles like Venereal Dawn and Profane Genocidal Creations. All right. Hans, give me the thesaurus. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's okay. They have a, uh, a song called Satan Liebe Dicht. Satan Loves You. Oh, wow. They really went hardcore with the corpse paint. Is there any other way to go with it? You may want to do a subtle corpse paint. <laughs> well, one of the bands actually did a kind of subtle corpse paint. They were just grayed out, but they weren't like with the skull look. Well, that's going to be the name of our band, Subtle Corpse Paint. Subtle Corpse Paint. And we'll wear really bright clothes. And number 10, Lord of the Lost. This spot on our list goes to a band that has been shortchanged several times throughout the year. Lord of the Lost are gothic metal masters. I've actually heard these guys. From Hamburg, Germany, uh, nothing seems to go right for this band. Lord of the Lost <laughs> was denied travel visas to enter the U.S. in support of KMFDM, also from Hamburg, on tour in 2017. The reasons were bogus. Bogus. Meanwhile, all tour preparations had been made... And the band shelled out thousands of dollars to try and resolve the issue. On July 2nd, Lord of the Lost released their latest album, Everybody Hates Me, Judas, along, well, yeah, there you go, along with the bonus disc, The Sorrows of the Young. All right. Oh, wow, they actually did a song called La Bamba. Not La B-A-M-B-A. L-A space B-O-M-B-A. La Bomba Suprise. Full Metal Whore. Uh, sex on Legs. On This Rock, I'll Build My Church. Die Tomorrow. How about Priest? Bo Six. Oh, that's a guy's name. And Jared Dirge. Class Grenade. This guy's name is actually Klaas. C-L-A-S-S. Helmeki. Oh, oh, and let's not forget the song Bitch. Because you just can't forget that one. No. Wait a minute, are they female fronted? Thought I had heard this one before. Hey, he's in a GIF outfit. Oh, nice ass. Not his. Oh, now they're in the extreme corp paint. Because they've done literally their entire bodies in it. <laughs> You'll say, oh, now it's his ass. Oh! And the bassist is playing a bowed electric bass stand-up. Oh. So, you know, you're typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, yeah. He's playing a uh, well-on bass. Yeah, but it, it it's electric, so it doesn't have, you know, the, the extra stuff to make the sound. Oh, weird. oh. It, it has no resonance chamber. Exactly. All right, well, there we go. Ten German metal bands that, except for one, maybe two, I didn't even know who they were. So 
There we go. Yeah. Uh, cue. We don't know about. Cue some. I don't know. Confusing music. All right, so uh, go ahead and reach into that bag. Okay. And you get to tell us what you think of it. Tell us what I think of it. Okay. It smells sweet. Okay. Wait, what is that? That's where we're getting to. What is that extra taste in that? Oh, bacon. No. No? I mean, it has the taste of um, cheese, and also it smelled very sweet to me. But Yeah, okay. we'll give you the sweet. And maybe some cheese. Maybe some cheese. I'm trying to see what that other taste is. It's like it's well, a, if you're seeing taste, we need to take you to the hospital. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm trying to. No, to, no. I got stuck to, in my ear. Taste? No, it's just like a. Yeah, she's not seeing taste. She's getting stuck in her ear. <laughs> no, it's like it's a. I'm hearing it's a unique, it's a unique taste, but I can't explain to you what it is though, because it's weird. <laughs> That's what I was. I was yeah, saying. it's but, definitely but, weird. The thing is, though, you read the label and you're like, there's just no doubt. Yeah. That's why at first it but that's what But that's why we were curious to see if you didn't know what it was supposed to be. At first I thought I kind of tasted a little bit <laughs> like... Squirrel's like, going like, to town out there. Yeah, yeah. he's just chilling. All the other squirrels got COVID. I got to do all the work myself. Oh, wait. The gorillas at our, at our zoo have COVID. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But they're not showing the same symptoms humans do. Just into a rage. No, they but they, they've got they're snotty and sneeze, but they can they're breathing and all that. And some of them are coughing. Most of them are basically it's it's completely different. But they oh. have it. Is it more of a smoky flavor, maybe? Kinda. Yeah, now that's what now I was grab the bag. Was, that's what I was trying yeah, to figure out. The, the corners ripped. Yeah, grab grab the bag. Oh, it's I was trying. Corn flavored corn. Yeah, that's why I was trying to trying to trying to figure out what that taste was at first, and that's why that's why I kept t- tasting chicken nuggets. No, the the um chicken the smokiness of it. That'd be weird. Someone's probably know. got it, or they will after this gets put out. Mm. I don't know. It'll be the first time. Good. Hey, we should make Aston and candles. <laughs> Two weeks later. Hey, look, Aston and candles. <laughs> Did you all it like was it? two months, but yes. Did you all like it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's from I Aldi. Like it a lot. Almost like at first, it smelled to me almost like that uh, candle corn. Yeah, well, first. it is roasted sweet corn. And then I started tasting the smokiness. I was like, hmm. you know, sounds good. Hmm. Why are you making fun of me? Hmm. He doesn't, so you don't do it to him. <laughs> I figured that. It's preemptive funny. I guess. All right, so uh, cue sweet yeah, no, corn you. music. Sweet corn line. Do, do, do. You're reaching there. Yeah. All right, there it was. Achieving Reality, the podcast. One more time. Not like uh, you haven't before, uh, and are probably gonna again. I I hope so, anyways. Please, please, I need. I need to. Hey, all right. So uh, for Chris, myself, Marissa, in parentheses, and everybody else, I'm Larry Greenstein saying. Go with that.
Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? If you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us, I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all. I kind of ruined the Jewish community center as a kid with peanut butter, but still. Was it kosher peanut butter? Yes, it had to be. You can't smear a synagogue and non-kosher peanut butter. It wasn't a synagogue. It was a Jewish community center. It's a difference. Still Jewish. Yes. It says on the title. Yes.